I'm Luke Summerhays, and I love throw. The Japanese martial art of jiu-jitsu has its origins around 500 years ago, in the age of the samurai. A training regimen designed to supplement the warfare skills which warriors spent years honing. It incorporated throws, holds, strikes, and even weapon techniques. In more recent years, it has been surpassed, and in many ways replaced, by judo, a new discipline which was born as Japan was modernizing, and interest in sword and musket techniques began to seem obsolete. It eschewed striking and weapons, to focus entirely on throws and holds, using the momentum of opponents against them. Throw, a fighting-type Pokémon, is the epitome of the Judo school of thought when it comes to combat. Pokémon Black 2 and White 2 tell us, When it encounters a foe bigger than itself, it wants to throw it. It changes belts as it gets stronger. Short and stocky, with a red body, it stands in a ready-to-wrestle stance and appears to be wearing a white Judogi. Pokémon Black tells us, when it tightens its belt, it becomes stronger. Wild Throw use vines to weave their own belts. Pokemon White tells us, When they encounter foes bigger than themselves, they try to throw them. They always travel in packs of five. And similarly, Pokemon Shield says, They train in groups of five. Any member that can't keep up well will discard its belt and leave the group. Five is an important number in Judo. There are five forms and five principles, and the founder trained Jiu-Jitsu as one of five students of his master. Competitively, Throw's bulk and attacking power could have made it a useful monster, and some players did well by using its ability Guts, which increases attack even further if Throw is burned or hit with another status. Alas, another Pokémon with even better bulk and attack, Conkledur, was introduced in the very same game. Welcome back to Does Andy Remember Gen 5 Pokémon? And if so, does he have any thoughts about him? Throw! Throw is a martial arts man who, who throws you. He does indeed. Yep. He looks a bit it's like... Red. He's a bit red. He looks a bit like the ever-loving blue-eyed thing. He does a bit, yeah. I mean, you know. hasn't got the blue eyes. No. And but he he d- is it, wearing a, it, he's wearing a top. Which I'm, the thing has occasionally worn a top. Only when he's in disguise on the streets. He wore a suit to um, Reed and Sue's wedding. Yeah, that's disguise, isn't it, basically? I mean, I realise, of course. <laughs> Do you consider being at a wedding being in disguise? <laughs> Well, you know, there's on display to the public, isn't it? Quite, I mean, <laughs> is that the opposite of being in disguise? Yeah, yeah, but you have to be in disguise when you're in public. Because like, if you if you're in disguise in your own house, no one's getting anything out of that except for you. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think very much for a, other people, not yourself. I think putting on a tux 
he doesn't suddenly stop being like a nine foot rock monster. No, but he man. always wears his hat, doesn't he? He wears mm. a big hat whenever he's outside. You don't wear a hat inside at a wedding. Did he not? He might have worn it to the venue, but he wouldn't have worn it inside. and Sue's wedding. It's a good scene, though. It's got everyone in that scene, from what I remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a big double-page spread, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. I enjoyed that back in the day. You say back in the day, you mean when you read it a couple months ago. He's not wearing a suit, mate. He's not wearing a suit. Is he not? Is he not? He's... In his, so Reed's also in his Fantastic Four gear in this picture I'm looking at. But to be fair, it depends. That might be like cover art rather a, than internal There's a panels. newer one. There's a newer one. No, he's still wearing the uh, Fantastic Four suit, mate. I'm pretty sure Reed wore his Fantastic Four costume to his uh, own. He race. would, wouldn't he, actually, thinking about it? Yeah, yeah. To be fair... Called himself quite, Mr. Fantastic. It's extra work to make a uh, stretchy tux, so we can mm. do. Yeah, I'm looking at... There are a lot of them in costume. It's a bit. It is a superhero wedding, mate. Oh, okay. In the, I'm in the film, they all wore suits, including <laughs> the thing. <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah, they're all at the wedding in costume. Yeah. I guess, I guess if everyone's doing it's okay. Yeah. If like if it had been a suit, a suit and tie thing, and then like Cap had turned up in costume, you'd have been like, leave it out, mate. I think the real thing that we need to comment on is the fact that the wasp is in miniature form, which is entirely unnecessary. Well, maybe they didn't actually invite her, so she didn't have a seat. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe after the divorce, they liked Hank. I'm still looking out for Hank in the picture. I can't see him anywhere. Uh, Maybe they didn't didn't like Hank after the divorce then, which is the more appropriate response, as I understand it. Yeah, let's go with that. The name, Throw, is fairly self-explanatory as this is a Pokemon which uses throwing techniques and turns opponent's strength against them. The Japanese name is Nageki, which takes the Japanese for throw, Nagaru, and adds Ki, meaning demon. Throw has red skin and its solid black eyebrow is almost a horn. Apparently, at one point in development, it literally was an Oni-like horn but it was removed to distinguish these Pokemon from an even more Oni-like duo we'll talk about later. Throw has no evolutions, nor even a Tyrogue-like pre-evolution to link it to Sork. Its proportions are exactly those I imagined for a judo teacher, and along with the lack of family connections, I am reminded of the character from the Japanese crime novel Devotion of Suspect X, the lonely math teacher and judo club leader. Music for Luke Loves Pokemon is composed by Jonathan Cromey. Artwork for the show is by Katie Groves. Throw and Sock were designed by Ken Sugimori. Writing, producing, and editing is by me, Luke Summerhays, while funding is provided by lovely listeners at patreon.com slash podcastiopodcastius. Next up are Sork and Sawaddle, so if you have thoughts about those or any other monsters, hit me up with a DM or an email to lukelovespkmn at gmail.com. If you like this podcast, please rate and review wherever you're listening, or tell a friend. If you want to hear more Pokemon chatter from me, come by twitch.tv slash lukelovespkmn, most Saturday nights from 9pm UK time. Even if you don't feel like doing any of that, thank you so much just for listening. I love Throw, and remember, I love you too. <laughs>